Hey, good morning, team. Good to see everyone. All right, let's turn this up, make sure I've got everything uh, styling there. Let me know. Let me know if you can hear me, James. I've just turned it on. Ah, well, fabulous Friday. Welcome, team. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see all of you guys jumping on right now. It's uh, uh, it's fabulous Friday. Yep, we're back. All good, thank you. Good to see uh, a bunch of you guys on this morning. Friday the 1st, pinching a punch for the first day of the month. Remember that back in the day? Um, great to see everyone up and uh, at it early. Anyway, uh, we might have a few newbies on. Give us a shout-out if you're new. If you're new, give us a shout-out in the chat. Jason Witten's my name. Good morning to you. Uh, each morning, get together with a cool, crazy crew like these guys right now, and uh, we have a bit of a chat about investing in real estate. Going the distance, we've got a bit of a saying around here. Buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Property is not a get-rich-quick vehicle. If you're here for get-rich-quick, stop watching now because this is not the show for you. <laughs> but if you want to be very financially secure in 15 to 20 years' time and you want to understand how to go the distance, we'll hang around these morning chats and lives. Certainly we'll be very supportive in that function. But give us a shout-out in the chat if you are new. Say good day. Let us know where you're coming from. Um, is now my face paused? You're kidding me. Uh, let me know, folks. Is Nicole having the problem or am I having the problem? <laughs> Crikey. Let's see. Did uh, did that happen? Did it change? Well, you know, with these live with live television, it's a funny old gig, live television. That's working for you. Nicole, maybe maybe you need to refresh uh, your browser or refresh something. Sorry if you're having a challenge there. Hey, uh, today I wanted to have a bit of a chat about uh, good old, good old APRA. APRA, hey, aren't they great? You know the good old um, financial regulators. They're out and about. Uh, well, supposedly they're out and about, indicating indicating they're going to have a little chat, a little conversation with us, team, uh, as we look at what we're up to. Um, you know, the the uh, lending restriction, et cetera, et cetera. Now, for me, uh, for me, I don't think this is going to affect us too much. And I wanted to talk about this today, have a little chat about what uh, what do we think, what's going on out there in the marketplace, and from a uh, from a preparation point of view or an understanding point of view. You know, where where do we sit as property investors right now? And what are we thinking? All right, you know, what should we do about this, team? What should we do about it? Right now, uh, I'm saying cool your heels, don't stress, don't get too carried away. Uh, like I said yesterday, there's nothing you can do about APRA, uh, but can we prepare ourselves and get ready and whatever? Uh, the answer is yes, but I don't think we need to worry too much, and I'll tell you why uh, in a moment. Um, but, uh, you know, part of the, the challenge here is to understand uh, the actual impact, like uh, compared to what? Uh, often we have a conversation in our own heads and our brain, our brain, our conversation tends to be by default, uh, unless we're trained ourselves to think uh, logically, uh, very dramatic, very disaster, very danger, Will Robinson, all right? Uh, and that's our if, if anyone's into how the brain works and, and psychology and stuff like that, that's our amygdala, that's our fight-or-flight mechanism being developed 
in our brain over, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. And, uh, you know, by and, by and large, it's done us well. It's done us well. It's kept us alive. We haven't got eaten at by any lions or tigers or whatever it might be. But what does happen, it goes off when you see newspaper articles like this. Financial regulators have confirmed they're moving to clamp down on housing markets. Uh, and then the newspaper didn't have anything to do, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And what were they rabbiting on about this major impact in Australia? Uh, and I've had a few questions about it. Put it in the chat, uh, team, uh, right now. This other impact uh, that the newspapers were very bored about uh, uh, reporting on other things. And what were they putting in the uh, the newspaper that said there was going to be some major impact? Anyone know? Yeah, there it is. Allison's right on it. Evergreen in China. Oh, they're collapsing. And so what? You know, at the end of the day, things like that are so far, like so far from impacting uh, a person buying a house in Australia. Uh, and uh, if if that was to be the case, which it's not, uh, a few of you guys, uh, probably not on the call today, but a few have put a sort of a comment in, you know, mentoring, uh, the mentoring group. And, you know, the short answer is, is it going to have an impact? The answer is no. Let's move on, okay? There's there's zero value in adding any energy to that conversation. Um, and if it was going to have an impact, we'd be right on it. We'd be letting you guys know. So, yeah, let's move on from the evergreen thing. The, the building material supply, Shay's saying, there was already and has already been in severe uh, restriction for over uh, a year already. So, you know, from a property price point of view, to be honest, if that supply gets tighter, it's actually going to push prices up. It's actually going to accelerate, you know, supply and demand dynamics in in not a great way. I don't want to see more um, more less supply and, and, and more demand for things in Australian property market right now because it is a bit hot uh, and I prefer a a lukewarm market, personally, <laughs> rather than a hot market. But hey, let, let's have a look at this. The financial regulators—they're saying, "Hey, we're moving in. We're going to do something." Yep. And okay, well, let's let's analyze. Let's let's take a look. What's really going on out there, team? Um, and if you have a look right now, this is um, just a little thing that I grabbed uh, the other day. This data is from RP Data. You know, we have a look at the the median house price, and it's doing all right around the country. If you have a bit of a look. Depends on how you do, if it's median or um, average house prices, you know, but <clears throat> you get the drill here, okay? But, you know, let's have a bit of a look at what's going on. You know, Sydney, obviously, is uh, an expensive place, right? Melbourne hit that median, not average, but median house price of a million bucks. So those two towns, you know, they're up there um, uh, when you have a bit of a look at it, right? Uh, what I find absolutely fascinating um, is look at Perth right there. Look at Perth, 603. Um, other than Adelaide, right, Hobart's more expensive, Canberra's more expensive, Darwin is more expensive, Brisbane's more expensive, right? Um, you know, Perth's an interesting little thing. Perth's actually got quite high incomes over there, but, uh, you know, uh, the growth in Perth, supposedly into the future is going to look pretty interesting. So, you know, there you go. But the point is, team, you know, we've got these two average uh, house prices. 
And these two uh, median, sorry, median house prices and median apartment prices, you know, are still quite, um, quite affordable. And uh, if you have a look at Melbourne, the the median house price is still reasonable as well. Uh, that's why we like Melbourne. We like kind of the combo at the moment, which is you know uh, the opportunity of Brisbane house and then Melbourne uh, Melbourne apartment. For the location and the the positioning, you know, big tick in our box and the yield and so on. But anyway, that's not, not what we're talking about today. So we've got a high median house price out there in the marketplace, but are we in trouble? Are we like, you know, in dire straits? Well, the answer is no. The, the debt repayments to household income, you know, everyone's carrying on. Oh, it's six times their income. Listen, mate, it was bloody nine times their income over here ages ago. Like, wake up and smell the roses. Compared to what? And compared to when? Compared to when? Right? Let's have a bit of a look right now. See, this, it's it's the cheapest um, from a debt-to-household-income ratio point of view since 2003. Okay? So, do we have a problem economically? No. It's cheaper than it has been for over, you know, almost over 10 years. So, okay, well, let's put it in perspective. All right, interest rates were higher back then, that's for sure, right? So we're thinking, all right, well, is there a real issue? Uh, and, um, oh, you can't really see that one. Let me let me scroll in and that's not very good on that chart there. So uh, what you can see here, all right, um, the number of sales, let's just have a bit of a look. This is the number of sales right here and it's gone. I'll just try, I'll just, I'll trace along the edge of this chart for you so you can get it. It's, it's a bit of a, like a gray one, right? So that's the chart. And so what's happened is existing secondhand properties uh, have have boomed. And, you know, this is where this bottom part here of the low transaction, this is where political, APRA and politics, you know, oh, we're going to cancel negative gearing and we're going to have a crack at capital growth and or capital gains tax and all that sort of stuff, politics. Um, this is where that came in, okay? So we've got this, you know, this downward uh, volume of number of sales because of uh, intervention last time. And then we've had low interest rates. Lots of people were out of the market for a long time. We had, you know, 2000, call it 2014, to the bottom of 2019. You know, we had four or five years worth of reducing and low transaction costs those people sat out on the sidelines and and when you put this you, you fill that back in in this hole well it's just been flat when you average it out so it's not the end of the world um when it comes to this stuff the challenge is the challenge is ladies and gents we do have right now and no one could get loans you're dead right shay no one could get loans no one wanted to buy things because the media was carrying on like a bunch of pork chops. Oh, the, the, the bubbles burst. Real estate's going to fall. You know, watch out. You're going to lose your shirt. Like, don't listen to that rubbish, all right? That's why you get into the mentoring program. That's why you come and have a chat on Wealth Coffee Chats. Dive into the data. Know the long-term view. Know the long-term commitment to your investing. Buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. We're going to invest for 15 or 20 years. These short-term normal normal machinations of the market, um, 
just they're just normal, folks. This this is just this is what happens. And it, yeah, anyway, there you go. But uh, let's have a look at this now. The total property listings um, for us in Australia, the volume has dropped from 2020. It's down, you know, quite a lot. So absorption, people buying properties, you know, people who haven't been able to buy for five years, uh, government incentives, et cetera, et cetera. The listings are down. We, we have a supply issue. We've got a supply issue. We've got cheap money and no supply. It, it doesn't take Einstein to work out, you know, what's going on in the market, okay? So not only do we have a, an existing supply issue, which is down significantly, the yearly change is down, let's have a look at this, is down 26%. So we, we have 25% less existing properties reselling or being sold on the marketplace, okay? 26% less. Okay, and now we have uh, the building approvals since the since the APRA intervention, since the capital growth into uh, the capital gains tax intervention, boom down. Okay, from a high over here, you can see you can see here, team folks. You know, houses like houses like like uh, they they hardly ever kind of you know have too much too much change okay houses just they, they charge along and um what has happened right now because of the because of the first home buyer stimulus and that twenty five thousand dollar grant the house thing is like right up here now I, I actually saw the the updated chart the other day but i forgot to grab it okay but the apartment the apartment stuff has actually continued to trend down okay so we have a supply issue like, all right, there's the secondhand stock is reduced. There's nothing on the market. Well, not nothing on the market. Twenty five percent less on the market available to buy. Right now, we have a significant decrease in the supply chain in our marketplace, uh, and it's been trending downwards to record lows. Record lows, gang. Look at this. This is two thousand and thirteen. Like we have been at, at like 10-year record lows for about four years in a row. Four years in a row. We don't have a bar- we don't have a lending issue. We have got a supply issue. Wake up, government. Crikey. Anyway, APRA, heads up their ass. They've got to go and justify their existence. It drives me insane. <laughs> so we've got a supply issue. There's some other things at play. The number one thing right now that that we need in our country uh, is is income growth, right? Income growth because our wages have been stagnant for over ten years. Okay, we need income growth. That's what we need. So what I what I'm telling you right now is yes, I think this is going to be some political grandstanding by uh, by by the governments because they want to get re-elected and all this sort of rubbish and they've got to be seen to cooling the market and doing things and whatever. Um, but they're not going to impact it that hard unless um, unless the chicken little effect kicks in and the whole um, uh, the marketplace runs and hides or whatever. And I don't think that's going to happen. Why? Because the supply and the momentum is 
uh, is really, really um, strong in that opposite way. We've got momentum in this market, and there's still these markets are still affordable. There's still good rents uh, in marketplaces, uh, and until we get higher incomes, I don't think the the regulators and the government is going to smash the. Um, 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 I don't think the government's going to smash any hardcore economic reforms, right? So laying the foundation there just quickly, but what I want to do, team, is I want to have a look. I'm going to do a little bit of an example right now. I'm going to do a share screen, right? I'm going to pop over here, and I've got a borrowing calculator. Uh, I've got a borrowing calculator that is uh, from Adelaide Bank, Okay. You can you can pop there right now if you want to, and use this borrowing calculator. So so let's have a look at the actual impact. Okay, let's have a look at the actual impact. Let's say that uh, APRA do adjust things. Let's say they do. Okay, let's let's just say that that happens. What would that mean to us right now? So let's have a bit of a look at this. I've just chucked in here. We've got two borrowers. We've got one borrower at 70 grand, the other borrower at 50 grand. You know, this is kind of like a, a regular family in Australia. We've got two dependents, two little expensive rugrats. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, that's the income we've got. Pretty, st- pretty straightforward, pretty simple. All right, let's go and have a look at expenses. I've just put 4,000 bucks a month. We can chuck whatever in there. Uh, we can uh, add in. You know, ten thousand dollars here for credit card limits. So I'm just doing this potentially as these are going to be brand new borrowers out there in the marketplace. They're going to buy their own home, principal place of residence. Okay, they're going to look around for something, um, and uh, away you go. So let's go and have a look at the borrowing power. You can already see it up here. You know, have a look at the interest rate that they're they're saying here: two point two four percent. Woo! That interest rate is super funky, right? Imagine that, team. For 30 years, you've got an interest rate of 2.24%. The money's cheap. Money's not going to go up in value. I can tell you right now, the cost of money is not going up anytime soon. If you guys haven't dialed in and heard uh, myself and Andy Fenton talk on uh, on Fridays about other economies around the world have got themselves to zero interest rates or very close to zero interest rates, and they're stuck. They've been stuck there for, like Japan's been stuck there for 20 years. Once an economy is on the crack cocaine of cheap money, gang, it is very difficult to move that move that dial in any significant way. I can tell you that right now. So anyway, let's have a look at this. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. You know what's you know what's going to cause you more grief than than um than APRA? You know, you go and between the three of you, you got a thirty thousand dollar credit card. Um, let's go and have a look at what that looks like. Borrowing power. Look at that. 20 grand of credit card details goes from 700 to 560. Okay. Like I've said before, get off the gear. Do not get on credit cards. And it doesn't matter whether you borrowed, you got money on them or not. They are stuffing up your borrowing power. All right. Let's have a bit of a look at that. Um, come over here. Uh, what happens when you have another kid? <laughs> they, check that out. All right. Uh, there you go. 60 grand or what is it, 40 grand worth of borrowing power. Another child. Uh, children, expensive little buggers, hey, uh, as we go. So, you know, you can muck around with this stuff, folks. 
and have a look at what it might look like with your borrowing power um, and expenses. Let's go over here and you say, I have zero credit cards. Thanks. You know, how much can I borrow? 780. Ooh, back you go. So usually around about five to 10 grand on a credit card doesn't end the world, but it, it incrementally goes up from there. Um, I prefer you not to have a credit card personally. Um, if you don't, if you, if you're not strong enough to manage that stuff. Okay. But let's just look at this. Let's, let's go have a look at the, the ultimate thing here. If the interest rates went up, okay, and on this one, I can't mess with the interest rates, so I'm going to mess with the income. So we're going to do this, all right? So basically what happens is the borrowers have a little calculation that that changes your net income. So I'm just going to take 10 grand off each person, 60 and then 40, okay? Now, and we have a look at what that looks like. So that's what it looks like. Did you see that? The borrowing went from 700 to 575. Okay? That's that that's the effect. Team, let me let me do that again. I'll just go there's 70. Okay? And you can see it at the top there hopefully. And I'm going to put 50 back. 50 back. And then we go all right, borrowing power, 780. Can you see that? Okay. So what happens is when interest rates or servicing calculators, when when lenders say, all right, can they afford a 4% interest rate or a 5% interest rate? And obviously that adjusts the, the amount of money that you can, um, you know, pay off your loan. So what will happen, folks, what will happen is... If your ability to borrow, let's go back here and wind this up and land this thing. I know I've gone over today with um, our 8.30 destination usually. If you can afford, if you've got a borrowing power of 700 and now you've got a borrowing power of 550, this adjustment in here is what happens, okay? That adjustment in here is what happens. The volume, the number of transactions that occurs start to be more this price than this price. And you see average house prices do that, okay? That was 700. Oh, let me do this bit better. Okay, there's this, okay? That was 700. Now that's 550, okay? Doesn't mean your house that you paid 700 for is worth any less. It just means the market moves from one price point, the majority of the trading um, in the market moves from one price point to another price point. Okay, that's what happens. They just It just moves around. And then the media jumps on it like, oh, the bubble's burst. Oh, rubbish. Absolute trash. Anyway, there you go. Coffee and <laughs> wealth coffee chat done um, uh, as you go. Um all right, team. Well, there you go. Saw an article that APRA is going to intervene restrictions on borrowing only in Sydney and Melbourne. Is that true? Um, uh, there, there's nothing um, any uh, There's nothing out. There's nothing out in official capacities in any way, shape, or form yet. So anything that you read anywhere is all conjecture uh, and whatever. Okay. So um, at this point in time, just cool your heels. <coughs> 
Uh, there's never been a policy implemented. Um, there's never been a policy implemented in Australia's history that only targeted Sydney. To be honest, to be honest, let's face it. If you're in Sydney, um, that market is always just a crazy market. Um, so we will, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, and yeah, however, uh, I don't listen. Not, there's nothing for real just yet, so don't stress. Um, some of you guys, like Allison and others, you know, you got something out in, into the future. The the answer to those things, folks, is make sure you screw away a couple of extra bucks of cash, because just remember, um, you know, you, you you might have been looking to borrow at ninety percent, uh, and the loan to value ratio changes, so you now have to put another five percent in on the deal. Okay, that that's kind of what can happen. Um, as we go, but listen, don't don't sort of overreact right now. There's there's not there's nothing we can sink our teeth into. And for all of you guys in the mentoring program, we are already making inquiries across every lender in Australia. There's nothing coming to to play at all at the moment. And as soon as we know anything, if anything actually occurs, we'll be right onto it and helping adjust it for you guys. So um, don't stress. Uh, yeah, Karen, you're all, you're onto it. Um, that's why buffers are important. Um, Karen's one of the coaches of PRE. She's an absolute legend. Um, so yeah, listen. If yeah, if you're stressed, team, if you're sitting there going, "Oh, how do I navigate this?" and you don't have a coach, hey, get a coach. Get somebody who is a qualified, experienced property investor who coaches property investors to success uh, and helps you get through the uh, the obstacles. And Sam. I think that's the best way to give this, um, to wind this up. Uh, remember, team, it's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> Buy well, never sell. And uh, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Uh, public holiday on Monday, folks. So if you're listening in, public holiday Monday. I won't be here Monday. Won't be here Monday, but I'll be here Tuesday. Uh, and, um, yeah, you guys be awesome. Be well. Uh, I'm having the rest of the day off. I'm having a... Uh, a mini long weekend, Friday to Monday, and uh, away we go. Yeah, that's right, James. What would happen is they'd leave, they'd fly into, you know, Perth and Adelaide and, and Brisbane like there's no tomorrow. And uh, that's why we've been positioning a lot of people in Brisbane for quite a while. There you go. Anyway, it's been a good wealth cho- wealth coffee chat, a long one today. So thanks for hanging around. You guys be awesome and be well. Yeah, daylight savings. Don't tell me. I hate daylight savings. It annoys the crap out of me. <laughs> anyway, I better go. Let you guys go. All right. Awesome. Stay stay safe, folks. Till we chat. Bye for now.